It's a top Tuesday, so you know what that means? We're going to talk about the top three reasons why Arkansas can win out this basketball season. Not will, but can. This is the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday. It is storming like crazy here in the central Arkansas area. So hopefully, my electricity doesn't go out or my internet goes out. We can just make it through this podcast and get it uploaded uh, before any of that happens. But uh, it's been a, you know, a pretty fun week leading up to uh, the moment. Actually, I just bought a truck yesterday, so I'm pretty pumped uh, from uh, from Guatney Chevrolet. So shout out to them. But, you know, I, I was there yesterday. And when, you know, if, if you've ever bought a vehicle before, you know, it's a very, uh, timely process there's a lot of stuff when you're just waiting on people and all that and yesterday when i was at the dealership and i was just kind of thinking about the podcast and what i'd like to do for my top tuesday i started you know thinking about all these different options and i started looking at the razorback basketball team of course of what they got going on and i looked at the schedule and i never i've kept reading articles about hey it's the toughest schedule the rest of the way like the final four games is the toughest anybody ever has in all of college basketball like I start seeing all that and I'm like, yeah, I mean, Arkansas, I guess they could basically do maybe, you know, go th two and two, three and three and one, whatever, whatever it could be. But then I was like, why couldn't they go four and oh, like down this regular season stretch, why couldn't they finish out four and oh? And honestly, I couldn't think of a really good reason why, other than just chalking it up to, you know, possibly the other team that Arkansas ends up playing, playing out of their minds, and Arkansas has a really bad game, which happens. But that made me want to say, okay, well, if I can't think of a really good reason as to why they can't win out, then I guess I'm going to go to the reasons of why they can win out. And with the top three reasons that we're going to dive into, number three, to me, is something that gets undervalued a little bit, but something that's really important, and it's confidence. It's the number three reason up to why Arkansas can win out the rest of this regular season. It's because of confidence. When this team was struggling earlier in the year, especially in the conference state, they didn't have confidence, not only in themselves, but in each other. They didn't have confidence that the other person was going to make plays. They didn't have confidence in their chemistry. They didn't have confidence in what they were doing. They didn't have confidence in their defense. Like They did not have any confidence in anything that they were trying to do, and it showed. It's one of the biggest reasons why they struggled so much. But we know that everything kind of got going uh, earlier in this year when they started with the Missouri game, I guess, at home, where they just smoked Missouri by 40-plus points. Like, it was disgusting. Like, that, everyone could point to that and say, well, that's when it started because that was when their first win happened and they started feeling themselves out. But, see, I would argue that when they gained that confidence of winning at this high level, is when they went on the road to Baton Rouge at LSU, Eric Musselman not being there, and they beat a team, which at the time, LSU, was not only a top 25 team, but like a, a top 15 net ranking. 
and they went on the road and they won. And it was in the way they won too, where they were down by nine points, I believe, uh, in the second half and stormed back and won uh, in a convincing fashion. They did so with big plays. Jalen Williams had a big three, hits your free throws, all of that. And the celebration was on. And I think looking at that, I'm like, that's what they needed. They needed that confidence, that confident boosting element to their season and to their team. And it started right there. I think when that team, after getting all those losses out of their system, after being embarrassed in the way that they were, when they figured out that game and they show they showed to themselves that, hey, not only can we win, but we can win on the road against a top 25 team and we can do it when we're down in the second half. And if, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's when uh, J.D. Note was, uh, was having some issues there too. So when, when they were able to do that, I think that that suddenly just let, let the clouds be lifted. It, it let the team suddenly realize that, hey, not only are we a team that can win at a high level, but we can go on the road in this conference and win with the way that we play. And when that happened, I think it just turned on everything. The, the confidence suddenly was there. Now, Arkansas, of course, has lost one game since then, and that was the Alabama game on the road. And we've, we've talked about that, and I think everybody's on the same page of thinking that that's not like some sort of, uh, you know, it's not like that was a rep, uh, an indication or indicative of what, this team is, it was more just a slight step back uh, when it comes to what they were trying to do. Like they did all the right things. They just didn't score. Like we know that. But since that point, you can just tell that all of that inner workings and that chemistry has been figured out. They trust each other. They bond together. Well, they know it's, you know, they can count on some these other players to do other things too. It's just, it snapped. It clicked. It got going. And when you have confidence like that, and then adding into the mix of not only winning on these on this win streak and beating these teams and sometimes beating them on the road, but then you add in when you beat the number one team in the country. That is another element to where it just makes you feel like you can take on the world. If you can beat the number one team in the country, who's to say that you can't beat everybody else? And we'll talk more about that in the second reason. But it's a confidence thing. And the more you have confidence in yourself and the more you have confidence in your team, the more successful you're going to be, especially when it comes to executing game plans and going on the road, playing big time teams, whatever it is, you have confidence in yourself now. That was a major element that was missing from Arkansas. And suddenly it's not missing. Suddenly it's there and it's there in droves. And if they can keep this confidence going, I mean, there's no, there's no, way to even be able to compute what the ceiling will be for this team. So the number three reason why Arkansas can win out this year is because they have confidence and plenty of it. Football might be over this season, but basketball's in full steam in both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, and player performance props to find out where the next fired head coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is your number one spot for all sports betting needs. BetOnline remains in the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is the source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right down your Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Head over to BetOnline.net where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks. 
daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing it on with our uh, top three reasons why Arkansas can win out. The number two reason why Arkansas can win out this regular season is simply their elite defense. Now, I know that we talk about defense a lot. And I know that basketball can sometimes, especially from a lot of people that enjoy the old school way of basketball and how it used to be played and, you know, they'd never be able to do it in that, in that league back then, whatever. Uh, people just think that defense doesn't exist in basketball, or at least it's an overrated trade. Everyone thinks that they're going for three-point shots or dunks, nothing else in between. That's all it is. And I think that to, an, to a degree – that is a little bit true, but there are teams that make their money playing defense. And if you're going to win a national championship in college basketball, you have to play elite defense. Like find me a team that was able to score 90 plus points a game, but give up 75 plus points a game that won a national championship. I feel like it's probably pretty low. I didn't I didn't actually research that. So if somebody finds it, they'll probably be like, yeah, you idiot. You should have looked it up. Fine. My point is, is that almost every national championship team that I know and that I remember had elite defense. Not always elite offenses, but elite defenses. And that's what got them. Like I think about Virginia in the in the way that they played. They won a national championship because of their defense. Texas Tech, I remember when Chris Beard was there and they played in the national championship game. They got there because of their elite defense. And so that's something that can always be there, at least a little bit more consistently than offense. You're going to have bad shooting nights. Like even the all-time great shooters will have bad shooting nights. It'll happen. Teams will have bad shooting nights. You won't be able to score. It will happen. That is a lot more difficult to keep consistency with than it will be to continue to play great defense, which Arkansas has done. Arkansas's defense, I'm not saying it's the best I've ever seen, but it might be the best of this millennium. I mean, really think about it. Arkansas's defense might be the best we have ever seen it in this millennium. Look at, I mean, the stats kind of speak for themselves when it comes to uh, the numbers, but just just look at this. Where Arkansas, you got to remember too. Arkansas was awful at defense in the beginning of the year, right? You got to think about that. You got to think about all the numbers that can change there. But Arkansas has only given up sixty-seven points per game. All right, and forty-four percent shooting from the field. That's including to all the games this season. But if you look at conference play, I mean, just listen to these numbers of what Arkansas since they've gone on their winning streak. Look, listen to these defensive numbers, these point totals that teams have had: forty-three for Missouri. 58 for LSU, 59 for South Carolina, 73 for AM, which of course went to overtime, 55 for Ole Miss, 73 for Georgia, 55 for Mississippi State, 76 for Auburn, number one team, also went to overtime, 68 for Alabama, 57 for Missouri, 48 for Tennessee. Nick, those are insane numbers, numbers you just don't see. And it's not because of those teams being crappy at offense. It's not. It's because of the defense the defensive prowess that Arkansas plays with. I think that guys that are really underrated, DC Tony, I still think is the best defender on the team. Uh, that's pretty much all he is doing. It's like, hey, buddy, you go out there, play defense, get rebounds. If you can score, that's great too. Play defense, get rebounds. That's what you need to do. And that's what he does really well. 
Uh, and I think that Eric Musselman has even discussed it many times too when uh, breaking it down from his play. He's like, he can guard point guards or he can guard big men. He, he's just so good at being able to guard anybody on the floor that even if there's a switch or even if there's like, you know, a scrum or, or whatever, no matter who he's guarding, he's going to do great. And he's going to do just fine. And here's another thing too, and I better knock on wood for this. Here's another thing. He stays out of foul trouble. You think for somebody who has to guard as many people as he does, and you think about somebody who's averaging the most minutes on the floor from anybody else on the floor this year, he would have a lot of foul trouble. But that, again, shows the type of elite defender he is. It's not only is he great at it, but he doesn't get into foul trouble. Now, I know there's been games, of course, he has. But generally speaking, he's really good at staying on the floor and not getting into that foul trouble. He's phenomenal. I think Stanley Amude in his length causes a lot of problems, too. Now, obviously, when uh, Stanley Mude is really good offensively, and he's he's as good as anybody. I mean, he's really got uh, a lot of elements to his game that could be really good if he could just find the consistency there. Uh, but his defense is really good. He's got a lot of length. Uh, he's got uh, a lot of strength, too, and, and, and all that. Trey Wade is another one where he's got size, and, and he's able to to really defend well. So you got all these players, and that's not even including you know, J.D. Note, who we know is great at, at getting steals. We know Jalen Williams is uh, is incredible at not only great defense, but taking charges, getting those offensive fouls, which is uh, as good, if not better, than a normal turnover. Like, I'll take those because not only do you get the ball back, but you also cause the other team to get more fouls. In those particular cases, uh, that individual player more fouls. So those were kind of even more enjoyable than that. Devo Davis is, is, is a great one, too. So just you got great individual defensive players. But when you accumulate all of that and put it in together as far as a great offensive team or defensive team defensive as a complete and total unit that's when it looks beautiful like that game against Tennessee 58 48 people would see that final score back that's disgusting who wants to watch a team score less than 50 points I do like because if you watch the game it's not a game where both teams just suck offensively and it looks it looks putrid it looks like the you know, the the mid to late 2000s SEC with Mississippi State versus Vanderbilt. Like, it, it's it's not that. You just had great, two great, because Tennessee was the same way, two great defensive teams battling it out. And it, it's, it's, it just shows you how much, like, every basket means. Every shot that you get means so much. Every free throw is everything. And I love those types of games. I love the way that it was played. And I love the way that Arkansas is able to do that. And so to me, that's the number two reason why this Razorback basketball team can win out because defense travels. No matter who they're going to go up against, they're going to have great defense. If it's if it's uh, Florida tonight, I feel confident that Florida is not going to score more than 70 points. Now, Arkansas has got to score more than them, of course, to win the game. That's how it works. Florida ain't scoring 70 points. It ain't happening. I have full confidence in that. In fact, I don't see any other team the rest of the way. I guess we'll see about Kentucky on Saturday. But I don't see any other team the rest of the way scoring more than 60 points on Arkansas. So as long as Arkansas's offense is not putrid like it was against Alabama on the road, Arkansas can win all those games because their defense is that good. And that's a main reason why they'll be able to keep it going and possibly win out this year. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to find what your local chain store needs when it comes to your auto part needs. And that's why you need rockauto.com. You can save time and money. And why spend up to 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts? Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving to do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. 
and Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go and explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. If you go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, be sure to write the Locked On podcast. That's how you heard about them in, our, in their uh, suggestion box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the number one reason why the Razorbacks will win out or can win out this year, which, by the way, this is one and one. Like, you could have used number two for this number one. Like, they're so close and interchangeable, but I decided to mix it up a little bit. But the number one reason why Arkansas will be having a chance or can win out the rest of this year is the emergence of Jalen Williams. Now, we all knew going into this year that Jalen Williams was going to be a really good player. Like, we saw him last year as a true freshman shine in a lot of spots. Uh, we know that he's a he's a guy that plays with confidence. He knows he's a guy that uh, is able to do a lot of different things. He's able to distribute the ball and everything. But what has really changed the game is how he has found consistency. He's been able to bring it every single game. He's essentially a double-double machine. On the year, he's averaging 10 points, 10.3 points, and 9.6 rebounds, which, again, right there flirting with the double-double. Uh, he's also averaging three assists per game, and he's shooting 48% from the field. Uh, so just looking at the numbers from that perspective, it's really good. He averages a block per game and a steal per game as well. And he also only averages two fouls a game. That's big. And one and a half turnovers per game. That's even bigger. So just looking at the numbers, you can see the type of impact uh, that he's been able to have so far this year, especially when he's playing 30-plus minutes each and every game. But here's what I love about Jalen Williams. And we kind of alluded to it a little bit yesterday. But here's what I love about Jalen Williams more than anything. And, like again, you could see from all different, like, walks of life and all different elements to what he does and, and you know, be able to see how good he is at other things, too. But here's what I love about him the most is his threat. It's his threat. Like, when you see this guy play, there's so many good things about him that other teams – even though they may plan for him, even though they may scout him, they can't stop him. And what I mean by that is he's not just a guy that goes, like offensively, we'll start there. Offensively, he's not just a guy that'll stay down low and be able to place a bully ball and back somebody down and shoot a shot. He can, but that's not all he can do. You know, he's a guy that also can catch whenever a team's in the zone and everything. He can catch a shot or catch the ball right there uh, at, the, at the free throw line or in the paint, at the top of the paint, and be able to turn around and if nobody's sitting in front of him, shoot it and make it. He can do that. He can also, as we've seen in times, especially in clutch situations, make threes. Now, he's not the best three-point shooter of all time, but he is perfectly capable of stepping out there and hitting a three. He can also distribute as well as anybody on the team. He can pass it. He can assist it. He can, he's a great passer and a great a guy who has great vision on the court too. He can do that. He's also a guy that can go to the free throw line and knock down some free throws. He's shooting 71% this year as a free throw shooter. And for a big man, that's incredible. And as many times as he goes to the free throw line, that's really good too. He can do that. That's just his offense. There's nothing he can't do 
or at least that he has feel comfortable doing offensively to where you have to, as a defensive player, respect the threat of all those things. Even if you may not be doing it effectively in every game, you know that he is capable of it. So you have to be able to watch for that and play for that. And that's offensively. Defensively, it's kind of the same story. You know, he can play with a big man. No matter how big and how dominating he may be, he may he can play down low. He can get a little nasty. He can get a little dirty. He can block some shots. He can do that. He can also stay out on the three-point line and guard a point guard or a shooting guard. Keep him from the three and be good enough to where if they decide to drive, he can get there fairly quickly. Maybe not as quickly as a guard, but still can hold his own. He can do that. And as we know, if you're a guard and you're driving in and he's there in the paint, you don't know what to do because you know how good he is at taking charges. You don't want to have that take a charge. But at the same time, you don't know. He might be trying to go up and block it instead of taking a charge. And if you do that, then you're you're done. But then if you try to kick it out, what if nobody's open? Like you have to think about that all in a split second. And you're just like, all right, well, I'm just going to go and try to go at him. Hope for the best. Hope I get a blocking foul call. And you don't. You get a charge because he just he just screws with people's minds. He doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to handle that. He doesn't know how to do it. And so when you add that into the mix, and you know all the other elements of his defensive game that he's been able to do, and and to, and to switch off and communicate and all those things, like he's he's incredible, and and he's been a difference maker on this team from the get go. And I think that he's just gotten better and better every game. And when the dude's going out there and getting at least double-digit points and double-digit rebounds every single game, staying out of foul trouble, taking charges, all those things, he's a frustration. He's annoying. He's 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 one of those guys that you are so glad he's on your team, but you would hate him if he was on the other team. You're glad you have one of those guys. And as long as he can continue to provide the consistency and scoring and defense and taking charges and all those things, you have a wonderful chance of winning out. Like, there's no reason why I can't, like, after, especially after beating Auburn and all that. Who's to say you can beat Florida tonight on the road? Are you kidding me? For the first time since 95, you better. Kentucky on Saturday? Yeah, you can win that. What about LSU at home the next week? Yeah, you can win that. At Tennessee, it'll be tough, but you can win it. This team can win out the regular season. They can go 4 0 in the next four games. And if they do that, folks, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to be looking at a three seed again for Arkansas and the ESPN bracketology and Joe and Arnie and all that. They'll probably have him as a three seed. But if you went out, and even if you won the SEC, which is, I know we're talking about crazy stuff, but if you were able to do that, maybe a two seed is even on the horizon because of all the quality wins you would have. It's not likely, but it is possible. They, I'm not saying they will. Again, I'm not saying they will go undefeated the rest of the way. I'm not saying they'll win out this rest regular season. But I am saying they can. They absolutely can. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after us on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you.